So I was like, that's pretty cool. I mean, one day he'll meet good old Buck just sitting there on his porch, <laughs> drawing up some lineups. Listen, but in reality, the Mets just need an adult in the room. And it's Buck. And it's Buck, and he's done a great job. And they bring in sh- uh, people call him like a sociopath, but like it's, it's the it, but thing it's ever. his those qualities make him who he is. There's no Max Scherzer without his craziness. I agree. So the Mets just kind of put this band of characters together, and it seems to just everything seems to be fitting right. And even the other day, <clears throat> I mean, Steve, they're I mean, an expensive Steve, band of characters. But called. I understand. But look, here's the, here it is. You have Steve Cohen, and we've talked about this in the past. There's like almost a level of guilt to me of having Steve Cohen run the show and just you know throw cash out of his wallet. On all these different He's pieces. building a foundation. When the but, Will but again, Ponts were so cheap. But but again, there's <laughs> yeah. two reasons why I don't feel guilt anymore. A, we went through decades of incompetence and cheap owners. And two, this is a guy who invests his own money into the own team that he loves to bring success to his own team. If I had the power to go and buy all of my teams and just pump in money to all of them, I'd do the same thing. So I think that, I think it's just Close an example. Close bring the oil money, baby. Close bring the oil money to Manchester United. No, but also... Uh, that brings up another thought, just random. I don't know if he has enough money to do it in the first place, but Gary V buying the Jets. Gary V, he wants to, That's but gonna he happen. doesn't. He, it's gonna I happen. believe his net worth is around 200 and change million. So, okay. I mean, That's he still needs right. to tenfold that. But I, still but think I mean, he'll, you he'll could come it. up with a group. Like, you know, one of the most iconic ones is Fenway Sports Group. Ugh. They own, uh, obviously, the Red Sox, uh, Liverpool. Uh, they're talking about buying an. Uh, and um, an NBA team soon, so they're also looking to invest in cricket teams because I know the IPL, Indian um, Premier League, they're expanding out a, into California and stuff. I just, you know, I'm personally not the most uh, well versed right. in the cricket uh, game. I versed myself in cricket because of my heritage and stuff yes. like that. You know, big growing community in the West Coast of the United States also because there's a lot of you know Indian and Pakistani people in San Francisco. So they they actually just got an investment uh, for something to build a ten thousand seat arena for cricket and there's some cricket i don't even know but indian premier league is pretty interesting and stuff like that so that's a, it's a growing market that we just aren't aware of here yes yeah, speaking of growing markets i was listening to the pat mcafee show today and they were talking about how a team could come to london and play in let's say uh the afc east i would hate that with the new play uh you know how there was something that they used to have these planes they they had used so much gasoline, but they got you from, like, London to here in, like, three, three and a half hours. They are talking about that, uh, maybe re, uh, reintegrating them back. And only big CEOs and companies use these right. as, you know, they're really expensive and a lot to fuel and a lot to maintain. But, I mean, that would give access to a team go playing in the AFC East and being in London. It's de- definitely not that far. I would, I mean. But what happens once every four years when they have the West Coast games? Well, I mean, it's like I mean that, that's quite the well, then trip. that would be a you know have a layover and then go another <laughs> no, but that's three hours. That, there's that problem. There's that problem, and there's also the problem. So it would with, only be really what the flight from California to here is now from then to right. California but Sammy, Sammy, the but there's that problem. There's that problem. Then there's the problem that NFL players and coaches already complain about when they go overseas in London is like there's no time to do anything. Is you land. You're straight out to tourist attractions that they're forced into doing to be part yeah, of like well, contract. Yeah, well, there's already a team then, there. Then, then you practice. And if they have pra- a home team, then there's not going to be all this, you know. Well, it's not. It's not. A, it's not nah, a circus nah. every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every right. week. They, every, but every time they, they tour, it's they a circus three, in four they days. London, they have three London games a year. You fly there exactly. on a Wednesday. This would have eight, nine games a year in London, and then it would be. 
that team and it would be a home, so the away players would it wouldn't be the same thing. And also I'm like, I'm they would get there in half the time, remember. They'd probably they'd probably mod their schedule to make it as um feasible as possible. And I think they'd yes. have to change the league name. It wouldn't be the national football league, it'd be the international football league. I mean I don't really think that wouldn't be necessary. No, that would be I mean it wouldn't be. I mean, I'm just guys. It's a joke. I mean, the in. National Basketball Association. There's a team in Toronto. Used to be a team in Vancouver. That's true. That's true. How would you feel if they moved the NFL team to Canada? For instance, like let's say it was called like the American League. Like that just doesn't work because you're not an American. Right. League. No, no. How would you feel if the NFL moved the team instead of maybe overseas to in Mexico or Canada? Uh, Mexico. I, I can see, see Mexico City. Uh, Mexico. Easy. I could see probably faster because you're also competing with the CFL in Canada. See, I think uh, adding, and I don't know. I think Canada isn't really a adding an international sport. market. I mean, it's risky. Yeah, listen, here's the thing: the NFL. No risk it, no biscuit. You gotta get gross somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because the like NFL that. does not need this by any means. It, they're not a struggling league by any means. Any, they're the, every the owner king. They're the always wants more. They're the high. They, they are the highest standard. But adding an international team, just imagine the just every opportunity you can get from capturing an entire nation worth of fans into one team. Not a state, not a city, not divided states like Florida and California. It would take and New York. time, though. Well, it unless it works out and they make like a European division, maybe put a team in mm, uh, Paris. This is thinking like down thirty years and ahead. Yeah. But also, uh, go on. Approximately four nineteen, of course, here at Syosset High School. Please excuse the bells. But I don't think they would put a team in Paris or Germany because they're not Paris. In, maybe Berlin, but, Frankfurt. But it's not. It's not an English-speaking country. You think? Uh, I, I wouldn't. I mean. Personally, I'm fine with it it's because I point. like it. But do you think mo- the majority of the players want to be no, in a non-English what's speaking gonna, country? No, because what's going to What's going to end they have up to happening? Live there. They have yeah, to move there. They have You're to live right. there. They have to train there. They have to change their entire lifestyles. You might have a kid get drafted from Alabama who all of a sudden gets drafted to the Paris team, and he's like, "What the heck's going on?" You here? know, that's a fair point. And also, I this, think it's just it, but there's also a large makes no sense. Uh, English population though speaking. A lot of Germans speak English though in Germany. But you're talking about a You're talking about a difference between. An ocean's difference versus a bordering and country. You guys know okay, it's and not, there's a huge difference. Sherry and Cole, you guys know the NFL's already been through this process, right? They wanted to expand in the past. One of my friends' dads I met when I was at that Syracuse camp uh, two, three years ago. One of my friends' dad, he he helped draft Aaron Rodgers. He was part of the Packers front office for a few years and stuff. Mm-hmm. He it was actually the general manager of the Germany team in the NFL's international league. He explained to us how, look, we tried breaking out into starting this international development league in cities across Europe, and it's like, he literally goes, it's a great idea. I love it. I'm sure the NFL is going to talk about it in the future. He said himself, it's just, it's just not going to work. There's so many logistics. It would have to be its own separate league. And then you have to develop a fan base in a continent that doesn't care about American football necessarily yet because they're so prideful in, you know, football, the real football. And I'm I mean, say London, that. though, they've definitely built up. But so they would definitely need to build up other perfect. cities. I think, I think it's a good, it's a good I, promotion. I, yeah, I personally don't. I'm 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 gonna like the Munich game this year. The Munich game because it's be, a it's pain a for players and teams right. to give up, which a home is what game. I brought up before. Because you give up a home game, it's just not really fair. You travel I mean, on a Wednesday. Besides the Jaguars, who you know have about three fans in Jacksonville, it's because the Jaguars, um, the the owner Khan, you know, yeah, he made a deal. He owns Fulham they, in in London. Yeah, so he's, he's got, I believe Pakistanian, correct? Yeah. So look, it, I like the way it's structured right now. The problem is with the players and coaches. They complain about it. I feel like it was the Raiders on the Hard Knocks a couple of years ago. They were mentioning how like, look. 
the first day you get there on like a Wednesday, you get there late, then you're jet lag and it messes up your timing and then you get out and you got to go to all these promotional events, you're out all day, you got to practice at some random facility, then you're still jet lag and then the game's here all of a sudden and then right after the game apparently it's like you just have to leave right away, there's no like you get a day to recover, mm-hmm. you have to get back, you have to start yeah, well, training regimens. The tra- uh, that's also because of the travel, if right. they were to half the travel time that would also, you know, make the logistics much easier per se. But I have to travel time like it's it's that's also a whole process it's very risky i mean the, getting those risky? three hour planes three three and a half hour planes how many are those in the in the world i don't even know i currently am not aware exactly of that. there's no way there's like a sufficient amount to I mean, do the it all nfl season. would only need four really if there was a team in london why four one for there one for back and the team go and the two te- and a team going there. But now you're gonna get all these environmentalists on your on your case. Like, what is this? I mean, and then all of a sudden, again, you know, blah 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 blah. I think the NFL. I mean, I don't know the NFL personally, but I mean, based off of what I've seen from the NFL in my life, I think they pride money over environmentalist ideals. But that's just my opinion. Okay, I see. I have a random question on the topic of just the NFL from a broad perspective. Hit it. What are your thoughts on Goodell? I think he's a I, horrible owner. I, I mean, horrible commissioner. You know what? I disagree with you. I, I mean, I don't, clearly I, you I only posed this question because you knew I would say that. He's no, good. No, I, you have bull takes all the time. I would not be. I wouldn't have been surprised by any means if you said you liked him. He has his moments. I nobody is, he, nobody he is, is worse legit. than Robert Manford. Oh, don't give me start. Manford. I'm not right, talking about Don't talk about it. Let's focus on He Goodell. shouldn't even be worth mentioning Good, on Goodell this Goodell does right? a very good job of, of staying out of the spotlight for most of the season outside uh, of the one inevitable scandal that happens every year. Right. And then usually it's not something caused by the NFL. It's <laughs> true. Right? He, I mean, he does, he does he a very good situation. He does a very good job of sweeping the things under right the rug, situation. which is good for him. Maybe not good for the public, but good for him to sweep under the rug. And I think he's a good. I think he's a good speaker. And obviously, he makes a, the a, owners a lot of money. He's a brilliant businessman. Brilliant. How do you say that? He's not a visionary by any means. Has I don't he, think it's him himself that does all the business the league stuff. Anything crazy? I don't no. think good Rogers. Why not, he no, no, no. I don't. Wait, wait, share. No, I, I disagree. He kept the NFL on this upward trajectory. He has. He, he makes the owners a lot of money. He's let it, but cool. It's his hires that he's made too. Like Goodell's not the businessman himself. He's got advisors, advisors, still, marketers. He's still, still. he's still the commissioner of the NFL. He's right. No, they, they, he regulates rules no and stuff about the league. He's no you realize, you realize it's the people. All, this is for every league, too, not just, you know, the NFL. The commissioner has a lot of pull, obviously. They do uh, yes. a lot of great things. They're the headlines Best and stuff. commissioner in sports is obviously, I think a- we can Adam all agree, Silver. Adam Silver. But there's so many people behind the scenes that are sh- pulling the strings to make those commissioners yeah, look that like goes geniuses. Yeah, that goes right. for anything in life. So yeah. I don't think, to be honest with you, out of all the commissioners, I don't think Goodell actually does half the stuff. We're like, wow, good for Goodell. I think there's so many other people that deserve because the credit he's like, for he's, it. Like, he's like a referee. He's always in the news for the wrong reasons I because because he doesn't get praised when good things happen. It's like what just, it, what no. good thing happened that he should have got praised for? Cole? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying because there's probably a lot behind the scenes that we don't. I mean, look, maybe I'm, maybe it's not the I'm most. I'm sure there's a lot more. I'm also going against my own take right here by saying, I mean, I guess I just don't know a lot goes behind the scenes because I'm not there. Because they're behind but, the scenes. I mean, I think just from a holistic perspective, the NFL has just remained superior and, and true. gone on this constant upwards trajectory. And and there's a guy who's leading the charge by some point. I mean, there's no one who has more power than Goodell. There's true. The NFL owns Sundays. 
Uh, they own Monday nights and they own Thursday nights. They own the whole year, though. Uh, they 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 model the calendar year to take over every single week. I mean, they're gonna have this schedule release last over weeks right now. Right when the draft starts to die down, bang, schedule release gets people talking again. You realize they are always in the headlines, no matter what. And what they have a, a but once eight, again, they have, a, Cole, they have eighteen regular Cole, season games. And you're now praising games? the five six rounds. It's not Goodell's decision. He probably gets told like we should do this. Like you're praising the league now like more Goodell than Goodell. Just sits there and does nothing. And I, I, I know he obviously doesn't do anything, but you're, he obviously does everything. But I'm just saying, it's like any other. You CEO. just went from saying Goodell is great to praising moves the league made as a whole more than moves. I think what, I think give me a move that Goodell made individually. That's like oh my god, I love. I think his best. Individual move, not not a league move. That's like I don't think they're driving attention by doing this. Make, in, like, I think his best move is no. Not, there are, I think his there best are. move is not doing a lot. Okay, there you go. That's a fair point. It's like for I me, think, you want to talk about Manfred. Manfred, his his worst quality. There's individual things that Manfred Manfred's does. Which, what are you doing? Lazy lawyer. Exactly. There's stuff where you can point out an individual moment from a commissioner and be like. What the heck are they doing? I just doing? think Goodell's very proactive. I think he's very good Goodell's at proactive? Ma- I think he's very good at maneuvering through tough situations. And Adam Silver, he, David Stern too. Credit to David MSDs. Stern was very a visionary slippery he, guy, but he was a visionary. David David Stern stunts, talk so about I mean, a visionary like he was the visionary commissioner. That, I agree. He, he was that guy. Though, pulled he's some him. Sons with the Patrick Ewing lottery. Yep. And uh yep. just Whatever all lotteries, all lotteries I feel he like. He had a plan. He, he had a vision a to bring this league into greatness and boom, he did it and wow, he transformed the game. And he Without handed it off doubt. to the perfect person as well. Yes. So that, that's what I'm talking about, individual visionary type things. Is There's certain guys that do. I think Goodell's great. He has his moments. You're right. He doesn't really get out to the radar too much where everyone's like, what are you doing? But he's not a visionary where it's like, wow. You he really hasn't really done anything new Individually. For I think he's individual done, things matter. He's just kept a status quo and made them a lot right. of money. He's just the face Sometimes of Sometimes it's the best thing you can do. I mean, that's true. Well, to get we veered a little off topic here, but uh, let's get back to some baseball. So we talked <laughs> uh, we talked a little <laughs> about the this, Mets. What kind of but we, is that? We didn't really talk about the Yankees. I oh, mean, oh, oh, we so got to be giving, to talk about the Yankees. Okay, we got to be giving no, 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 we no, got to no, be giving the listen, Yankees listen, some love. It's the no, two listen, home listen, run leaders dude, in baseball are tied. Are it, on it, the no, Yankees. it's totally fair. We want to talk about the Yankees, but again, this is a hosting tip right now. You know, we're we're handing you the reins next year. We're in a great conversation about football right now, and all of a sudden. Not, not even like put a break in the PSA a song. You just go. Oh, let's just shift gears to no, baseball. No, because here's what I There's was thinking. There's gotta be some we some balance. We were talking about some baseball. Balance. So I wanted to go back. Wait, to but that, Sherry. And then later, Sherry. I will can, PSA Sherry, into something Sherry, else. Can we talk about the political and economic state of the world right now? <laughs> oh, he doesn't understand that. He's not like a not you TikTok. Cole, you get it right. I get it. Yeah. Don't worry. That was it. Was just a wrong place. I had to film joke. myself doing it. I mean, I understood, but Sammy did. Sammy, get yourself on some TikTok. I personally don't do social media, so unless for business purposes only. Fair enough. All right, well, you know all right. I don't know no, what Sammy, just happened. We what just do you, what do you broke the about? whole thing. What do you want to talk about? I mean, we got to start talking about these Yankees. I mean, Aaron Judge, <laughs> DJ LeMahieu, and Anthony Rizzo at the game last night, all playing Slugging phenomenal. Beers. All playing Great phenomenal this year. Absolutely. I mean, Anthony Rizzo and Aaron Judge are tied for nine home runs. Leading baseball, I believe, with uh, talk about that bullpen. Adamus talk on, about uh, that bullpen. Mac- yeah. Michael King robbed of and our boy Nestor. I mean, nasty Nestor, nasty Nestor Cortez. I need his jersey, I think. And also, DJ LeMahieu, his resurgence. He is back this year. I'm so I mean, happy last year definitely wild. was disappointing under that new six-year deal. This year, he's back. He's hitting for average. Who knows? Maybe he could uh, 
win the batting title again for like the third time in his career. We'll have to wait and see on that. But the Yankees are really hitting their stride. With I, ten in a speak, row. Speaking of batting titles, you know, Francisco Lindor said that he made a bet with Jeff McNeil that if Jeff McNeil wins the uh, McNeil wins the batting title, that Lindor will buy him a car. To which one of the reporters asked him, like, oh, so what car are you going to buy him? He's like, I didn't say what type of car. Ooh, <laughs> wait, I have a, I have a conversation nice, after uh, I want to shift into. 20-year-old Toyota. Tell me, when you, tell me when you're done with the Yankee talk because I, I have a conversation. You're done with it? Start it. Might right. as well. Speaking of cars. Yankees are rolling. No need to talk when they're going to win the chip. of cars and, and gifts. I don't think they're going to win this ship here. I'm Come sorry. Come on, Sherry. Don't ruin the vibe. So yesterday, now I'm, I'm following some of the guys on the Texas Longhorns football team. B. John Robinson, number signs one running back in the country. Signed the deal, Sammy, with Lambo. Lamborghini Austin. That's awesome. Ooh. So he's there, seeing the Lambo and, the, and everything. And but, they're giving him a Lambo part of the deal? <laughs> Who yes. knows? But at the same time... Look at his readers other NIL deals. It has been a hot topic throughout the week of NIL deals and now we're starting to have this conversation where it just from, went from oh athletes should, college athletes should 100% be getting money and all that and now the conversation has shifted gears into Are wait right. is this actually ruining the sport now I have my opinions on it I want to hear from you all first sure well there. first of all before we start I want to ask you what do you mean how is it ruining the sport I have I'll I don't explain see right the sport now. being ruined. Okay. It's the, so the transfer. It's part transfer of my portal. thoughts is, you know, example being um, Caleb Ewers. I think that's the quarterback. Quinn. Quinn, Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. Uh, on uh, the quarterback, right. yes. He commits was to Texas. Ohio State. Out of high school, commits yes. to Texas, right? Then decommits and commits to Ohio State. Reclasses out of his senior year of high school to go to Ohio State a year early. Basically just sit, do nothing, and make millions off NIL deals. You mean $1 million. Made a $1 million as a 17-year-old. Then transfers back to Texas this year where he'll make who knows how much more in NIL deals as an 18-year-old, and he's back where he wanted to be in the first place because he's from Texas. Why didn't he just go to Texas originally? Because he, he had the was, NIL deal. He had the NIL deal as part of Ohio State Got where it. he was able to, you know, they were going to allow rules, him to retransfer. So as time has gone on, early. the rules have changed where more programs have become more flexible with it. But then there's also the disparity. There's some programs at the University of Michigan which – aren't really into NIL. Some schools are specifically, now that there's no laws for it, some schools are specifically helping players. They recruit them and their pitches come here. We can get you NIL deals and get I mean, you money. Yeah, you gotta you have boosters but, in your college. You gotta so use there's them. the thing. So I the, have no for example, Michigan this. is not about that. They wanna kinda stay whole and want players to come to school for the program and not the money. Well that's but, just they're going to, I'm but telling you, be singing teams, a different tune after 10 years from and now. Nicole, everyone knew with the development, I'm glad like they're getting the exposure, getting these deals. Everyone knew it was going to turn into like a free agency market. Well, here's, well, here's well, the other thing. I'm a believer well, in that. Well, listen, I'm a capitalist. But with college sports, that's wait, the argument. But here's the other part of it. Now there's the loosened rules with the transfer portal. So now it adds two, it, these are two things happening at once. Not only are the are, did NIL clear up for all these players, but the transfer portal allows players to immediately yes. transfer which means we are seeing you don't have to an sit exponentially massive increase in transfers from these players because of better opportunities. But the you problem now is that transfer. players who are on on um, on the teams are being offered kind of under the table deals by these other schools. Like come here, there. we'll give you these NIL come, deals. Come to USC, boost. you can make seven figures. That happened to one of Texas' wide receivers, Xavier Worthy. I think he's a, a freshman or sophomore. And they basically, he's, he actually said, no, I didn't take the offer, which he didn't. He's staying at Texas. 
but he was offered seven figures to go to another school while being committed to the University of Texas. That's the problem. Honestly, I... Everyone knew it was going to happen. I don't see any problem with this. I think, I'm not saying I disagree I'm with a it. big believer you should be paid your value in the world. And if your That's value is a million bucks, then you should be paid a million bucks. I mean, they went from... Think about how much money they're bringing in for the schools, too. Yeah, they're that's, bringing in billions, the not millions. That's what's, Billions with a B. That's what. That's the argument, and it's like, all right, you can go cry and complain about how unfair it is and all they're, this. They're generating. But this is just exposing oh God, how right. much missed money that these athletes have, uh, have not gotten the opportunity to, right. to get yeah, exactly. for decades upon decades. Think of how much money Johnny Manziel oh, that, and all those yes. guys have gotten if they just played in this in this era. So power to the players. What's the I old agree. Oregon football coach? He just went to Miami. Oh, I forget. Um. I'm not, I don't remember the name. I'm so bad with Ten movies. years, $80 million deal to get him from Oregon to become Miami's new – sorry. Um, to become Miami's new football coach. What does he do right away? He buys an $8 million mansion next to Jimmy Butler. Coaches are getting this much to, you know – Yeah, coaches are getting $10 little million Little do they know. Year. It's the Ma- – like, Mario Cristobal. Mario Cristobal. Great coach. Don't get me wrong. Recruits well, this and this and this. May but not you, be ten worth $10 million a year. Ten – Eight million, you're exactly. Uh, eight million. Ten years, Ten years eight, eighty million. million you're giving the coaches million. so much about how much does saving get paid? How much does over that? Exactly. How much does Dabo get paid? All these guys are making how much money? All they have to do is recruit and say, "Look at our program." It's on the players themselves, right, to actually you know perform and fit in with their programs, which the coaches should get credit for. But the players them, themselves deserve the money, which is why I was always pro these athletes deserve the NIL deals. I agree. I'm personally a believer. If the coaches are benefiting this much, if you're living next to Jimmy Butler, you haven't coached a game from University of Miami yet, he could be the worst coach they ever had. We Without don't even know that. Doubt. And he's living the life in Miami. Yeah. I wish I was Mario Cristobal. I mean, Jeez. yeah, I mean, the players deserve to be paid with for what they're worth if— if somebody's willing to give you a million bucks, then by all means, you should go to wherever you're, you know, have to get this criteria and make the money. I have and no problem with this. If guys want to move around free agency, that's to me okay. I'm a believer. You always want to seek better employment opportunities for yourself. And Sammy, and I've also found out. I think this out, is great for sports. I I've mean, also found out. I mean, it should have been common sense to me, but these players, you know, that want to do NIL and stuff, obviously that means is they need representation, right? So now they're creating jobs for these people who are creating these marketing agencies to represent these That's athletes. That's a great point, man. And all of a sudden, actually, all of a sudden, uh, it's like it's a whole new industry. With the it's NIL, great. a friend of mine, he's in graphic design, and uh, he knows this guy. Harry Fisher? Yeah. I was talking to Fish about yeah, this and yesterday. He has he a guy uh, I recommended to makes him. graphics for yeah, NIL athletes. for for this guy uh, yeah, yeah. who has a company in Texas A and M. He goes yep, to, yep. and he has a company, and he sells. Uh, uh, like he gets autographs from guys and sells cards on this website from guys he get he pays them and they yeah. sign with the new NIL. It creates so much opportunity. I'm, I'm looking to get into it next year as well. That's I'm gonna I'm using my graphic design skills. You're gonna try to get in at Texas. I'm gonna I'm making hopefully shirts and we'll probably do it. No, do it for sure with graphics because what Fischler's been telling you about he shows like he's really great at what he does. He's really good. It's enough, like once again, it just creates opportunity on opportunity, not for just these college kids. You're getting these people that are looking to break into the marketing, the marketing field, or you're looking at potential agents trying to break into the field. You land one athlete. This is huge for for sports it's agency. True. It's all about who you know. Think right. of think of all these kids that are aspiring sports agents. We see it all the time. All these kids that just you know, I grew up wanting to be a sports agent. Well, they're only limited. It's such they're, a hard field. It's to a get. Hard, it's harder listen, than broadcast. But, but, but listen, this is why today it's changing. It's a hard field. 
but because it's so limited, like broadcasting, because every team has two broadcasters. Every player can only have an agent. You know, it, it's a very limited field. But when you add the college athletes into the mix, which opens up a massive field. It opens field, up the floodgates. That's huge and, and for the I, agency is NIL, business. like, how does it work with high schoolers? They, can they be approached by brands and stuff? Yeah, I mean, what the, are your, your high I'll bring up can't tell topic, you. Top example is the yeah. use of TikTok, right? Jared McCain. Mm-hmm. He, used, he, was just, he was always a really high-ranked recruit. No one really knew who he was. All of a sudden, he's doing these dances on TikTok. I was like, oh, this, who's this positive guy? They find out he's really good at basketball. His ranking bolsters. He's getting you know sponsorship offers left and right. He's committed to Duke now. You're creating opportunities for these kids at 16, 17. He's a junior in high school. And right, and even if you know his college career, future NBA career, like doesn't pan out, he's got himself. He has a safety net, and also what it's doing is a uh, lot of athletes won't have to fall back on nothing. If these guys, if they don't make it, yes, they have a safety net, and also it gives them uh, somewhat of a sample size to how to manage money. And when you get a million dollars now, sure, when you get to the pros, look at Bryce Young. He'll make you know maybe thirty million bucks when he Making makes like a pros next year. Or yeah, yeah, so this crazy. is I guess kind of you crazy. know a little bit of quote unquote practice for when he gets there, and you know now that million dollars is not coming when he gets to the NFL. It's coming now, and like what I'm, if you tear an ACL? It's like oh you exactly. Know? You have something to fall back on Again, now. Think of those guys who busted in the Robert Griffin, leagues. Johnny Manziel, yes, and, and what Robert Griffin, Johnny Robert Griffin would have made. Both of them have to, yes. both of them have to be wall off because they're a nice rookie contract, and now RG three is working with ESPN. He's and very Manziel's good. And a bunch he's very things. articulate. He's actually he's still really good. Calls. He's he was always a really smart guy. Yeah, he's, so he's not, really surprising. Good. Yeah, I actually saw a clip the other day of like you know when RG three interviewed Luck at the combine, and it's just like it's so. I was talking with yeah, I saw that Andrew Luck has gone off the grid. Yeah, he literally just sat on the interview. Good for him. Good no, for him. isn't his father though the uh, Oliver Luck, XFL yeah, Oliver president? Luck. No, yeah. he was originally the commissioner of the the. Is he not X, anymore? He was the commissioner of XFL 2.0. He, I don't think he's the commissioner of now XFL 3.0. Now it's the Rock. 3.0. Now it's the Rock. I no, mean, the, rock, the Rock's the owner. Owner. President owner. Or yeah, this. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot going on with no, that. No, but like it's so like think about all those guys that you know. I feel like Bacon Rayfield, that Sam Darnold, they're not doing the best right now. Think about the money, amount of money they missed out on. That maybe they were already getting illegally. We don't know that, but again, yes, with basketball, it's much more. You know, like the St. Peter's kids. The St. Peter's kids. Yes. Think about what they brought in. Doug Getter. Doug got himself. uh, What's it called? Wing Wing City. What was that place called? I'm not sure. You know the Wings. Was it Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah, it was. I thought it was Wingstop. No, it was Buffalo Wild Wings. Think about it. He gets to make money off his magical run in March, and you know that's good for him. You know, get opportunity. He would never have anything close to the rest of his exactly. life. Exactly. He's not making it to the league. He's not doing anything like that. Yeah, he's. I mean, a sixth man. Right. Get in college. Adrian Nunez on Michigan, who played three minutes, a dozen minutes the entire season. Him and his girlfriend is, are making is top ten in all of college athletics for NIL, NIL potential because he has millions of followers on TikTok. And you know that kid from Ohio State, Jimmy Sotos. That everyone thinks is like you know the most attractive kid ever. So he's making money off that just by being a good-looking dude. There's a dude. quote from Gary Vee that I'll never forget, and he said, "Being good-looking is the best asset that anyone can ever have." Because yeah. there, I mean, you, you, there's some people who don't even have to work a day in their life because they're just good-looking. They just get everything thrown at them. Like, hey, oh my God, we need you for this model, and we need you for this photo shoot. It's we need great. You. Or you could just marry in. <laughs> then Sherry, you don't you have gotta, to work yeah, a day you in your life. Yeah, you know any people got to set me up with them? Uh, not off the top of my head, but personally, I would never want to, you know, marry into. I mean, I would want to create it for myself, but that's just Absolutely. me. Self-made. Alrighty, now we're gonna play a 
quick PSA, man versus train. And then when we come back, we will <laughs> get favorite. to some NBA and NHL playoffs. Well, here we are again, and I got to tell you, Jim, this match has me really concerned. That's right, Ron. In one corner, we have a powerful heavyweight, a train, weighing in at a whopping 6,000 tons. And in the other, this hasty lightweight challenger, a car at just one and a half tons. This does not bode well for the car or the people in it. Ron, this is one of those rare moments where I actually find myself at a loss for words. This driver can't think he can beat a train. I can hardly bear to watch. It's no contest. Every day, people are injured or killed trying to beat a train at rail crossings. Trying to beat a train is more dangerous than you think. See tracks, think train. For more safety tips and information, visit SeaTracksThinkTrain.org. You can get the biggest Chanel back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drill, they sucked it up, I got them on it. I bought a new paddock, I had the white, so I two-toned it. Taking these drawers, I'm gonna be up until the morning. That ain't your car, you just a lease, so you don't own it. If I'm in the club, I got that fire when I'm performing. The backhand just came in and all hundreds. Vibes get a little cute, they all on us. I'm from Atlanta, where young run. I know they hating on me, but I don't read comments. Whenever I tell her to come, she comes. Whenever it's smoke, we ain't running. Jip too hard, don't stand too close, you gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I've been on the road, I don't care where I go, long as I get paid Bad little vibe, she been on my mind Soon as I get back, she can stay Do this all the time, this ain't no surprise Every other night, another movie get made Jip too hard, don't stand too close, you gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I've been on the road, I don't care where I go, long as I get paid Bad little vibe, she been on my mind Soon as I get back, she can stay Every other night, another movie get made. Every other night, another dollar get made. Every other night started with a good day. I feel like a child, I got boogers in the face. I'm dancing in the dollar, this shit is a parade. I don't want your train, I'm going one and slay. I had that draw that like too many bitches getting saved. Huh. TSA arrested me, so I took a private plane. Get like a while, I'm working on my aim. Juke too hard, charge to the car. Designer to the ground, I can balance better name. Juke too hard, caution on the floor. You gon' fuck around and drown, try and ride it away. Juke too hard, don't stand too close. You gon' fuck around and drown. Off this way, doing all these shows. I've been on the road, I don't care where I go, long as I get paid. Bad little fire, she been on my mind. Soon as I get back, she can stay. Do this all the time, this ain't no surprise. Every other night, another movie get made. Too hard, don't stand too close, you gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I've been on the road, I don't care where I go Long as I get paid, bad little fire She been on my mind, soon as I get back She can stay, do this all the time This ain't no surprise, every other night Another movie get made
Back here on WKWZ 88.5, Samuel Sherry with me here, Van and Cole Nevins. Now we're going to talk a little bit about some NHL playoffs. The Rangers have been playing great last night, winning 5-2 against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They lost the first game two days or three days ago now, I guess that would be, on a really tough loss. Triple overtime, yes. Not one, not two, but three overtimes. That They, I believe, went uh, six minutes into that triple overtime. So that game went on 106 minutes. Long game, didn't end till 12.50, 11.53 at night, and started at 7. Cole? That game was a marathon, man, an absolute marathon. And, and my first thought, I mean, now that I've watched the more replays, unfortunately that, that fourth Rangers goal that didn't count. The Kaka one? Wasn't supposed to count. But, man, that was just such a good effort play. They said on the broadcast, though, so when it happened, it should have went in should've because he was pushed. He was pushed into the net. But apparently what happened is he was already, his path was going into the circle. Mm-hmm. So that's why apparently it wasn't a goal. But what's questionable was how quick the officials made the call, remember, at the time. That was really uh, startling and surprising to me. And I, at the time, thought they got the wrong call. But it seems like in hindsight they got the right one. And it was unfortunate that Evgeny Malkin came in triple overtime and mm-hmm. killed us. But we can't live in the past, though. And without that first game, they wouldn't have the fight that they had coming into game two, allowing them to without beat the Penguins 5-2. to And we just received news that Casey DeSmith is out for the remainder of the series. Wow. That's... Well, the Rangers better win in five. That's all. I so say. now they have uh, Louis Domingue, correct? Yep. Yeah, Louis Domingue. Louis Domingue, the man. Louis Domingue, the, the law of averages clearly, you know, panned out last night. Hopefully, it pans yes. out tomorrow night. Uh, giving up five goals. Hopefully, it gives up <laughs> a lot more uh, two days from now. And hopefully, the Rangers could, you know, win this series. I don't think they'll win quite in five, but give me Rangers in six in this one. I think the Rangers could win in five games. I yeah, think but... the Rangers should have won in four, but oh wait, they're up two all right. No, it's 1-1. One, one. One. They lost yeah, the over first time, game over time. I was thinking about the, uh, what's it called? Which game was it? The Capitals-Panthers series. Oh, yes. Uh, the Panthers just smacked them last night. Yeah, night-night. but they lost After game the one. the Capitals right. came out in game one, Ovi, and the Capitals, they played like, you know, former champions. Also, I don't know, I don't know if you guys and saw yesterday, the— yesterday, the Panthers played like the best team in the league, I like agree. they are. I don't know if you guys saw the Predators-Avalanche game yesterday. Electric. Like, I read a tweet, I think Barcel put out or something, it was like, a home goal overtime, a home stadium overtime winner in the NHL playoffs is probably like a top three electric thing in all of sports. I could see that. I mean, like, the Avalanche just, are just a great. You got to see my- the react. Like, first of all, Kel McCarr is probably my favorite NHL player. He's a stud left and right. Like everything about him sh- screams swag. Scores a game winner last night full in front of a sold out crowd. Obviously, it's just like. I didn't know Colorado had that many fans. For I obviously knew they were good that year, this year, but I mean Colorado, they're my pick to make it in the West this year. They're they are legit. Should we uh, quickly? I guess we'll run through the bracket now. So the uh, Rangers play the Penguins, Maple Leafs, Lightning. Uh, Maple Leafs came out in Game One, played great. Lightning came back yesterday and won. Hurricanes, Bruins, Hurricanes are up two zip. That series is not even a series. Panthers, Caps. <laughs> That's a, that rounds out the East. And then Calgary and Dallas 1-1. Calgary, I think, is a better team. They all win that one. Wild and Blues. Blues won the Cup a few years ago, but not the same team they were. Edmonton, definitely, you know, up and down. Not really uh, great in the playoffs, though, so we'll have to see if they could overcome the L.A. Kings. Tied 1-1 there. And then Colorado and the Preds. 
Colorado's up two zip. I have Colorado and Florida making the finals this year, and Florida winning it all behind Huberto I, and that great supporting cast. I think they're going to take it. Florida Bobrovsky is a great goalie as Florida well. Florida is the best team in the league. But you still got But the there's lightning. no experience. No experience. That's not true. They outside of Claude. Playoffs, but. Outside of Claude. They're not winning. I got but I mean, Colorado. Was a great move at the deadline. Colorado or wait, wait, wait. Colorado or wait. Calgary, you're probably thinking of. Carolina. Carolina. I can't see Carolina making it. I think they have. I think in the East, they, it's, they're either like gonna, it's either going to be Tampa. three, four years. It's either going to be Tampa or the Panthers in the in the East of my If opinion. the Maple Leafs lose another first round series, it would be just so funny. It's the Maple Leafs. What it, do you expect? <laughs> I hate, you know, everything about them, so. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Now, that's not the only playoffs going on. The NHL has been electric. Playoff hockey is here. But we also now are in the second round of the NBA playoffs. And, oh my, a lot of chipping going on up in Golden State and down in Memphis. Dylan Brooks was suspended for Game 3. That was such a dirty play. I got to say it. Like, There's been so much beef Gary going Payton back and forth. fracturing his elbow. Gary Payton, He yes. is such a huge piece for that Warriors team. I'm disgusted Junior. by what Dylan Brooks did. Is he out for the remainder of the playoffs? Uh, Probably. I think, I think it was, it, was it three weeks or three months? I think three weeks, but again, that's much Fractured less than elbow's one game. Fractured elbow's a big deal. Like, it's a and weird also, injury. Draymond's been, you know, beefing as well, <laughs> but I mean, that's Draymond. This is, this is like the, perf- the prime Draymond, vintage Draymond. We love to see this. Yeah, Draymond. If that's not entertaining you. We were talking about this over the break, but that's exactly what J.J. Redick was talking about. With, with how Draymond's this unfiltered guy. That's how it and should be. that's his trademark, yep. and, and he should keep rolling with that. And, and we have got old heads like Mad Dog, who, again, I have a lot of respect for, but he comes Mad out Dog there. Mad Dog is my guy. I know, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. I know he's your guy. Wait, what? He's from Syosset. His father was a jeweler. Just did not know that either. Are you, are you sure about that? He's the Groven Syosset? I believe so. No chance. I believe he may have graduated in Hicksville, though, but I believe he lived in Syosset. His father was a jeweler. Interesting. Russo's. Regardless, I thought he had a lame take the other day on that viral clip from First Take, but that's who Draymond is, and that's what makes him great. And, I mean, I have no problem with what he does. He was born in Syosset. (laughs) Why did I never know this? Yeah, Chris, Mad Dog Russo, I mean... Syosset, uh, native. He grew up now in Now he lives up what? in Connecticut. Why am I just... Lo- like, I'm sorry. I'm too very fascinated when, like, find out someone's from Syosset. Like, blah, 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 blah. What's it called? I'm just reading I mean, yeah, Mad Dog is obviously iconic in the uh, sports broadcasting industry. Uh, I'm sure we've all at one point wanted to aspire to be the Mad Dog. But, uh, yeah, that was definitely a great, uh, as we said uh, during the break, the Stephen A. Uh, J.J. Reddick situation there with Mad Dog. But uh, continuing on the topic of NBA news, the Lakers. Who is going to be their next head coach? Quinn Snyder. No, right, now I, I agree. Feel, now I feel like we're first take. I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't care nothing about I the actually, Lakers. I really don't care. About I don't care about LeBron. I don't care about Anthony Davis. They're they're not a good team. They're still the Lakers. They're still the Lakers. I just, say, I just don't view, think they're relevant. Our to viewers right now. Want care about the Sherry, Lakers. You don't have HBO Max, right? Uh, you know, I do actually now. You better I recently watch. Have you. I'll say this. time I've watched it. You watched all I've of it. Seen every episode. That's the Lakers. All right. I don't want to hear another phony Lakers talk right now. That's the stuff I want to watch. Kareem. Haywood, Magic, I love it. I didn't realize, honestly, I forgot Haywood played for the Lakers. Oh, he was like a crack addict, so. 
That is true. But I remember him being on the Jazz. Uh, were they New Orleans then or uh, Utah? I'm not sure. But uh, I think they did a great job with the show. Yeah, I don't Fantastic think it's over job. yet, though. No, no. There's season season finale is on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So. Remember, they ju- you finished it, right? They just made the coaching decision. They went with... Westhead. Yes, yes, and uh, Riley. And, uh, the Pat Riley, the guy that, that's acting for Pat Riley. Very good. They have some great Even the actors Westhead. in that, though. Well, what's the guy? Oh, uh, um, Westhead, he's famous. Uh, I'm drawing a blank Jason on his name. Jason Siegel, something? Maybe, yeah, I think so. And then uh, they got what's-his-name who plays uh, in Step Brothers uh, as Bus. John C. Riley. Yes. Legend. He's done a great job with his role, too. Yes, definitely. The acting has been phenomenal. I agree. Some people hate the show, though. Like, even the guy acting for Kareem? You can't yes. like you can't decipher Kareem any better. That's probably how he was in the eighties. Uh, but I don't know about Magic. Is that really how he was? Eh. I'm sure he was actually like that. He's a 50-50. pretty interesting guy. You, you have you seen those whack interviews with Magic? He yeah. just doesn't care. Yeah, I am. He's aware. a menace to society, like low key, high key. I mean, not really low key. I mean, I think uh, many people are were aware of his <laughs> menacing over the years. Low key. I mean, it's very high key that he's yeah. Menace. I mean, it kind of messed up the audio system over here, but here. <laughs> but uh, getting back to the NBA series currently going on, we have tonight, as I said, the Heat and Sixers. Heat are up 2-0 in this one. Uh, and then we have the Suns and Mavericks. I think the Suns are going to blow the doors off of them again tonight. Yeah, there was some good beef between Jay Crowder, Luka Doncic, and that, and, and that game the other night. But, you know. Jalen Brunson has been playing very well, but I just don't think he could be the second best player on a good quality playoff team. Who? Jalen Brunson. Brunson. Well, I think the other night it was Dinwiddie. They don't have a number two right now. They don't. They That's where Chris Sops they were hoping would be that guy until they traded him to Washington. So they're really missing that void right now, and uh, they need to— What do you think about Brunson for the Knicks? That's just so random. Why would they— They have it? so many point guards, though. Yeah, I, they never— I, don't, I mean, the Knicks are just, I feel like, stuck in mediocrity to— below mediocrity. What kind of take is that? I want to know if they Jalen all- Brunson would be a good piece for the Knicks. Sure. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they are too oversaturated so at point guard. Yeah. What's our What's our point guard situation like right now? Well, let's see. You got Rose. I forgot. Quickly, Rose is, Rose is not a long term piece. Quickly, quickly, I don't think is a starter. Quickly's a good six man. I like I think quickly. He's a, he's he's a backup point guard. Exactly. He's a great guy to come off the bench. He's Fair not point. starting point guard. Is Keep he going. like Keep without the great shooting ability like a Barbosa type player? Sure. Barbosa? Leonardo Leandro Barbosa. That is Leonardo such a random Barbosa. player call. I haven't Keep heard going. that name no, in a I want, long I want time. Keep going. Keep telling me Nick's point guard. I forgot about this. All right. Maybe he wouldn't be the worst fit. It not, wouldn't be the worst fit. We, we've been looking for a solidified point guard. I'm hoping to get one in the draft. I mean, yeah, Kemba Walker's not the answer. What pick do they have? When's the lottery? He's out of here. Rose is, Rose is oh my God, not Kemba future piece. Kemba Walker may have been, him to the, may have been the biggest disappointment the of the season. I mean, his career just fell off. How did he make an All-NBA team with the Hornets? I mean, he, he was took, a stud. He took Clay Thompson's money for one year. Because and he was a he, guy dependent on his athleticism. And he doesn't not have really. Anymore. I mean, he was great at the driving in the paint, but I mean, it was always a very solid shooter. But I mean, he never was an athletic well. guy, per se. Kemba? Yeah, he was never like an Andrew Wiggins type athlete. Andrew Wiggins? Bro, what are these player comps? Dude, where are you coming up with these names? Andrew Wiggins? Leandro Barbosa? Bro, what is this, 2015? <laughs> I mean, Andrew Wiggins is good in the no, now. I, I He's solid. But I'm saying, where'd you get the... He made an all-star team. Where'd you get the Leonardo Barbosa comparison? I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. Whenever I think of like an eh, solid guard, six-man-a-year caliber type guy, I think Barbosa. I 
The Yankees and Mets are off tonight. I'm just pretty sad about that. Why the? Oh yeah, rain out tonight. The Yankees got rain out. Yeah, whatever. Yes. And on Monday, Monday morning on Good Morning America, Aikman and Buck are gonna appear to reveal their you know biggest Monday Night Football matchup. What do What do we think that big Monday Night Football matchup is gonna be of the season? It's weird. Aikman and Buck aren't gonna be on Fox. Broncos or something. Raiders. 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 Packers and Lambeau. Ooh. Ooh, that is interesting. Screw the Cowboys. They win. Do, do the Raiders play the Cowboys? Uh, the uh, I don't Packers. know if the Raiders are going to do. Uh, we're not going to have Buck and Aikman doing Cowboys games every week from now on. Thank you. Yeah, God. they can't. They don't do the Foxes. Thank the God. Aikman doing the Cowboys. What are your thoughts on the uh, new week. Amazon Prime uh, people? What they got? Who they got? Michaels. Uh, yeah. I heard they were trying to get Kay Adams. They got. Uh, I heard that. I heard they were trying to make a last minute push at by with, to get Sean Payton on board too. I read that on Front Office Sports. I yes, I saw that as well. I don't well. think he'll broadcast this year. I think he'll take one year off, and I think he'll probably return back to coaching. No, I think he would take one year off for broadcasting and then return back to coaching, unless, again, he gets too comfortable like Gruden did. And Gruden, when he went to back to the See, NFL, obviously. John Madden. Uh, yeah, John Madden, I mean. Didn't think that – I mean, have you watched the Madden, it, HBO? Uh, yeah, All uh, Madden? No, uh, it was Oh, it was Fox. on NFL Network. It was Fox. Oh, it was by Fox. You're right. It was by yeah, that, that was, was great. All Madden. That, that was, was phenomenal. Imagine if he took the stock with EA instead of the cash. I mean, he said it himself. That was the biggest mistake he ever made. That's true. Wow. That's crazy to think about. But, man, that guy just, I mean, he, he left everything on the table to go and broadcast. And it, Without I mean, a talk doubt. about visionary. John Madden. Without a doubt. Everybody loved John Madden. Great coach, great broadcaster, Absolutely. just a great man overall. You know, the Madden bus and all that. The bus. The Madden bus was fantastic. It's the opposite. You love being on planes. Every personality just, you know, you got to have that niche, man. And he had multiple. It's ridiculous. It's true. Al Davis saw something in him, gave him a chance at the age of 30 years old, and he ran with it and more. Wrong with that. Kind of smells some McVeigh vibes from that. Definitely. McVeigh is finally legit. He was, you know, the... The hot uh, young guy around. Uh, Two Super Bowl appearances in five years. Yeah, and now years. he's finally legit by winning a Super Bowl. He's now could be acclaimed, you know. He literally the, retire One of the best coach, coaches he's in football. He's not even 40, and he can literally retire if he wanted to. I mean. Would he be a Hall of Famer already? No. No. That's, let's settle down with that. Yeah, it's way too early. That's way too prestigious. I mean, term. his assistants, though. I mean, he's really been, you know, pumping those out, too. Zach Taylor. Yeah, I thought he was a joke, but I guess not. Yeah, Zach Taylor. I mean, that first season with Cincinnati, he was terrible. I mean, the man was atrocious. I mean, look at Matt Lafleur too. Another Matt Lafleur, another uh, McVay assistant's been very successful. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if it was under. Oh, Matt Lafleur, the Jets' offensive coordinator. What? Lafleur as in the Packers coach or the yes Matt he LaFleur. wasn't McVay's assistant yes he was they worked together as assistants in Washington and along then with he Shanahan. also worked in in uh, the Rams for a year I believe as the offensive coordinator I think he did I think Sam is right and he also worked though before that in Tennessee I believe because they're very tight they're yes. they're good friends and they well, worked imagine together that was times. one staff I believe that was uh, the Shanahan McVay. And uh, Kyle Shanahan yeah, as well. Yeah, I said Kyle Shanahan. Well, Ky- oh, Mike was yeah, the head Mike coach. Yeah, Mike was the head coach. But Kyle, McVay, and uh, LaFleur. LaFleur were all on that staff. That's crazy. And yeah. they were still bad. Yeah. <laughs> was that the you like that uh, Redskins? Or no, no, that was before that. That was when uh, RG3 was the uh, quarterback. Back so that was that the, the playoff year? Uh, I think a year after that. Interesting. Yeah. Sports. You gotta love sports, as they say, and I think we'll uh, end it off with uh, you gotta love sports. Uh, any uh, final thoughts, Mahir Cole? No, sir. See you next Friday. Ready for the weekend? Yeah, I mean, uh, 
Should be a good weekend. Again, a lot of sports. Uh, Rangers play tomorrow, and we'll see if they could win that one. And again, some good NBA basketball tonight. Mahir, who are your picks tonight? I don't even know who's playing. We got the Suns and six, uh, Suns and Mavericks. Oh, give and me the, the heat. And heat. I know Embiid's playing tonight, but give me the Heat. Give me the Suns. I agree. All righty. Keep it simple. On that note, give me the Suns tonight and the Heat as well. Thank you. My name is Samuel Shuri. Have a great weekend. Be well. At this time, WKWZ, Syosset's community radio station, ends its broadcast day. WKWZ operates on an assigned frequency modulated carrier wave of 88.5 MHz, channel 203, with an effective radiated power of 125 watts. WKWZ is licensed by the Federal Communications Commission with offices and studios located at 70 Southwoods Road in Syosset. WKWZ is owned and operated by the Syosset Central School District and is staffed and managed by the students and faculty of Syosset High School. Comments regarding WKWZ programming should be directed in writing to the manager, WKWZ FM, 70 Southwood Road, Syosset, New York, 11791.